Like it, love it, put it on oh, the bubble. Shit. All right. All right, yeah, are, are we ready? Are you ready? All right, right. so <laughs> countdown. Three, two, one. Instagram, and we're also doing an audio recording. That's right. And baby. we are also doing a video recording, courtesy of Why That K. Thank you very much. We'd love to see it. Thank you I very am much. Ed the Why Punk. That K. Welcome. What's yeah, what's up? Uh, welcome to Advice. I am at Ed the Punk. Brought to you by Only Posers. <laughs> Just gonna say that was like the coolest intro I've ever been a part of. That's Thank you very much. Nice, Appreciate dude. that very much. Cool. With me today, my co-host, Mr. Matthew bang, Daniels. Bang, what's up, y'all? How we doing? All right. I also got Spencer from Only Posers. Hey. We also got Sarah from Only Posers. Yeah, she over there. We also got Alex. That's not a part That's of the Alex Kozetsky, baby. We got, got Jeroni up in the building. Hey, we got here. Kyle Topsmy up yeah. in the building. We're all spread out. It's fine. And <laughs> our special guest today, we have two guests. Yeah, actually. yeah, we got two guests. Two Drum roll, please. <laughs> Brian Erickson Woo! and Caroline of Green Harbor, or Ghost Harbor. That's okay. Say. We're calling it Ghost now. Ghost. That's why. That's why we're doing it, all right? Because, you know, sometimes I get, you know, messed up on my words, and I need a shorter form. Oh, absolutely, you know, that's type it stuff, sometimes, for stuff. sure. <laughs> that's how I mean, you know, what, what we doing here, man? We got Brian here, what's up, What's baby? going on, Brian? What's going on? How, how are you, fellas? Oh, good. It's good, good to, to have you. you up on the stage over Good to here. be here, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing your presence down here. Sure, sure. Absolutely. Beautiful. It's like I'm just, I'm like Santa Claus, just bringing presents, <laughs> man. <laughs> With the red stuff, I see you there. That's, that's yeah, of course. pretty much how I would describe you, dude. Like, so I just wanted to point out how the tables turned, because once I started frequenting... Somebody, please. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you guys go on. Let me let me talk. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I just thought it was funny how the tables have turned because when I first came to Asbury Park, I stood behind the camera for a little show called One More with Brian Erickson. Yeah. And finally, yeah, yeah, here yeah. I am interviewing the man, the myth, the legend himself in front of me. So, yeah, that's that's it's it's an honor to uh, <laughs> you know to to kind of switch up the roles. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's an interesting feeling for sure. Absolutely. So, how how did you get started with just music in general? What was your upbringing like? Oh, uh, I I played the saxophone when I was young, when I was like nine, ten years old. Um, and then we good, Matt? Yeah, we good. All right. That no, no, and 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 you've been doing a very and you've been doing a, a, a quite admirable uh, job at that. I appreciate it. Um, I but love you. I love you, man. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I grew up like I was playing, uh, I played saxophone, uh, when I was a kid, um, just kind of at my parents, like behest, I guess you could say. Um, I, I know my mom wanted me, wanted to make sure that I knew how to read music. Mm, um, important. yeah. Is it? Yeah. I, I, I would say, totally. absolutely. Is I would it say important? Like, in, is in, um, in terms of like, like, do you need to do it as a musician? No. But having that base of knowing how to talk it, like in the language of music, I'd say it's it's pretty important. 
Okay. But then, also, uh, music's like the only language that can be read universally across the globe. It's all the same. Oh, totally. Yeah, I get. Wow, that's a really good. Uh, that that's a good said, observation. Though, you yeah, know, I you can know. make it. What, you know, I I know a man that uh, he didn't know how to read anything. He just did everything by ear. Mm-hmm. Like um, he was like our our uh, choir conductor, and like so one day he was like, um, we had this talent show at um, a camp, and this girl was singing. I won't shout her out, and she was singing real off key. And instead of like being stopping the song, he just slid up to that key she was in, and it was like, yeah, that's how to that's do awesome. it. And so, um, I think it's important to have both, like, and rely on both. Because it, it's funny, because when I was uh, when I was taking saxophone lessons, I had a I had a teacher named uh, Sal Samartino. Shout him out. Uh, yeah, no, because you know what's funny, funnier still is I just sent him a copy of this uh, this new album down uh, down to his place oh, in Florida goodness. where he is. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I remember when I was learning, when he was trying to teach me, um, we used to have this, um, this like book of show tunes, these Broadway show tunes. Mm-hmm. And he would bring his clarinet and I, I had the alto sax and I would just kind of follow what he was doing. And so he would play and then I'd play, but he suspected that I didn't know how to read music. So he would start like playing not mistakes but just other notes oh boy and i started and i just played the other notes too and he's like you're not reading music i'm like yes i am he's like well this phrase isn't there i'm paraphrasing music and i was just i was just kind of following doing the same thing kind of following him by ear so i never i was never a really good music student uh, in that respect that's an amazing talent though because like being a band nerd i could read music but then i was in jazz band like all right spencer time to improv i'm like what (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not really like an improv player at well, all. Just the ability like, just... to flow. Like I needed it structured in front of me. Mm-hmm. Just the ability to flow with it is an absolute like talent right there in its own. Yeah, you wow. flow, and you're you're like a you have like standards, like you know. And I don't mean standards as in jazz doesn't have standards. The I mean like standard. like yeah, like your songs sit with me as like classics. Wow. Like, when you like listen to like uh like my favorite. Work of yours is as uh, with the extension since Bella Chords. It has. Oh yeah, you I like that love one? Love that album so much. We'll, we'll play. We'll play something. Yes, yes, I love it. But you know, um, those songs stand alone. They're like you know, they're very easy to learn, and that's not you know a bad thing. That's you know. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, exactly. They speak to the soul, and so yeah, dude. I, like the jam, like you know how to play music and you know how to like you know fit something in. But the fact that these are standards, you kind of want to play them to what they are mm-hmm. because you know that's what I heard and I love that and that's why it's a classic. Totally what? down for popularizing the Erickson standard as like a musical term because that just sounds it. wow. Mm. That's perfect. It's just kiss, my friend. Oh. That's extremely oh. bad. <laughs> Erickson standard. Well, baby. well, because you know what was it? Um, I was listening to, I mean, this is years ago, like in my old band, uh, the Paper Jets, and we were listening to um, some like punk rock song, like maybe like Husker Du or something, like some punk band from the 80s. And I was like, you know, you could play this. And I think I had an acoustic on me. I was like, yeah, you know, you could play this song just on acoustic. And I I was with our drummer, my my good friend Frank. and he was like, yeah, well, any good song you could probably just translate to piano or acoustic guitar if you have to play it like exactly how it was played. Like maybe it's not so good. Like maybe songs need to be, you know, me, maybe need to um, maybe not be a standard, but need to have a sort of base level standard yeah. that they're built from. 
well, you know, playing yeah. a song and then playing it loud versus playing a loud song, if that makes sense. Not like saying, I'm going to write a loud song. It's a correlation, I believe, um, between like, um, like heavy metal and like um, classical music. And how yeah, and there's a lot of classical in that um, in that stuff. No, I was just—I feel like we just stumbled upon how folk punk was started. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's well, I need to take like—I'd probably need to take like four strings off this this That's six-string guitar here. Your shirt has way too many buttons on it. We I know, sure. I know, and my pants have too few holes. Ooh, that was real slick how you did that. That button, that unbuttoning. Okay, <laughs> I like that. I like that. You got some new stuff out, right? Yeah, we just talked Absolutely. about the yeah, secrets you have out. So, mm-hmm. what was the writing and processing like for that? That was a um, just a, a completely circumstantial thing. Um, you know, I mean, I it's almost like a weird cliche to say, "Well, when the pandemic hit," because that's what right, everybody's because you're you're just marking uh, a period of time. But when you know, when that all was transpiring. Uh, you know, we couldn't like I couldn't see the band anymore. We have new stuff and and everything like that, but um, the idea of not being able to work on any of that for you know several months, like half a year, basically, um, just kind of drove me to like dig up what else I had mm-hmm. um, that might not have fit in a band structure. And these songs go back, you know, four, five, six years, some of them. Um, just stuff that I've kind of said, you know, that's why it's little secrets, like just songs that I've sort of kept off, mm. off to the side. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, you'll do that. Like, you I'm just trying to think them. one song, like I have lyrics that date back like a full 10 years. Um, um, that, that Wonderful Love video is that first song. Uh, that song is... I know is, that's an old hitter that you put a video to, right? Yeah, well, that was from here, uh, from just last week. But that was, that song is... That was on the final Paper Jets album that came out two years ago, and that was written, I don't know, uh, maybe another two, three years before then, five mm. five years. I don't know. I want to really? say, like, yeah, because songs, like, it's not, you know, when bands, like, you hear about, oh, well, this band, sometimes I find it disappointing when a band goes, oh, yeah, well, we wrote a hundred songs. Mm. And then, you know, for this 10-song album, and then you go, and these are, like, the 10 yeah. that you, you got? <laughs> what the rest that, bro? It's like, well, but even, you know, if it's, like, a little bit of an underwhelming effort, like, sometimes you go, oh, wow, then, you know, you must have some really good stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, other times you're like, really? And these are the 10 that you picked? Yeah. I so, hate to see the 90. Yeah, I'd yeah. hate to see the other 90. And, and so for this, I just kind of, like, I think of songs in terms of, um, like, tools, you know, you don't, you can't use every single tool on every single project. So why try to say like, oh, I wrote a hundred songs for this. It's like, no, I, I have songs that if they belong somewhere, like they'll just end up somewhere. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh-huh. absolutely. Uh, so together. Yeah, art's never done, dude. Sure. Uh, <laughs> especially your art. You, you could always go back and, um, you know, if you feel a certain way about something or maybe your feelings have changed about this opinion. You know, you can always go and, um, you know, do some change. Change, change, change. That's true. Yeah, and even like the live video from that that old song, um, like that old that song on the studio record, kind of has this real like bounce and this like kind of full band thing. Uh, I'll probably play it again today because I just kind of I was like, Mm -hmm. I need more songs to play in like an intimate setting like this. I said, well, 
let me go back and try and rearrange some old stuff. And that was one that I really liked how it turned out. By so. chance, can we hear that song? Right. Like right now? <laughs> yes, if you don't That's mind. called putting you on the spot. Sure, yeah, I can do that. But if, if Brian is anything, it's good under pressure. So. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, it's called Wonderful Love. And it's about, um, I had uh, these two friends of mine that got divorced. And it was just kind of a... It wasn't like a dramatic divorce. It was just, I mean, there were extremely dramatic moments that led up to it, but I think by the time they got there, you know, it was just sort of this fateful resignation um, that got me thinking about it. Mm. You know, the things that like bring them together and tear them apart. And, mm. You know, why people like that end up getting married in the first place.
So you host the podcast called One More Podcast. So yeah. uh, what is that about? And One More with Brian Ernst. One, One More, more oh, that's with you, baby. Yeah, yeah, that is. I've that's never, I've only just become familiar with that program. Hey, you know, you got to uh, do some research because it's a great program, my friend, uh, yeah, right? No, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, <laughs> the on, people man. behind the camera are fantastic. Look they are. Ooh, I like or they that. were. They were, because now, now it's just Zoom and laptops and stuff. It's just you behind that camera. Yeah. You fantastic, oh, baby. So who do you usually do it with, and uh, how did you get started with it? Um, well, it's we've, we've shed co-hosts now over the course of the mm. last few months. Ah. All right, we, yeah, it, we, we started with, so it actually, it started, it was a show um, that was shot in the back of a, uh, a uh, Monmouth Music in Red Bank. Oh, wow. And Shouts we had, wow. yeah, well that play, you know, talk about RIP. Like yeah, that place dude. Is gonzo. <laughs> but uh, the original host, his name was Danny Coleman. And I was, he has a, a show now called Rock on Radio. Like he's a great guy. He's a, a really cool um you know he does a lot of a lot of really good things kind of almost like a little bit of a mentor too but he uh you know just really knowledgeable really smart guy um but he left one more and i had been a guest on the show at one point or another and so matt smith who is the director didn't want to end it uh so he asked me if i wanted to take over i guess because i must have done an okay job Pretty as awesome. a guest <laughs> Go on. and he um, yeah, so we kind of relaunched it in January of 2018. It was myself and Chris Dubrow as the co-host. <laughs> and then uh, a year later, we brought, uh, the two of us brought Jesse McCormick in as like a third. Woo! Another shout out. Love yeah, girl and then, uh, you know, when him. things started getting locked down, Chris, uh, Chris left the show. And then it was just Jesse and I uh, for this past spring. But now she had to, she had to go too. So now it's, it's just back down to me. So I don't know. Maybe we'll ask for. We'll try and find another co-host uh, at some point. One more. Yeah, one more. One more co-host. Uh, or it might just be me. You know. Uh, I mean, right now with Zoom, it, it kind of just makes sense to just have it be as. You know. I mean, you were a guest on it. Oh, I was. Oh, so you've been awesome. a guest on a couple twice. times. I've been but a guest yeah. Twice on one more. But uh, you you've been on with the the Zoom version, yeah. and it, it kind of makes sense to just have like the two of us talking. Yeah, so. it gets you know. We even have my, my dog, our dog uh, Jessica Lee. Shout yes. Out Jessica. Yes. Leon and, you know, um, I just meant coming from my end, like not having two hosts, like yes. kind of bombarded with questions. You're sharing yeah. the camera. Yeah. Like. Yeah. That's tough, man. You just have to like sit there and just talk like to yourself. Um, I just started trying to do mono, like an opening monologue. Hey, I don't man. know. It didn't, I don't think it went that great. So you know, I no, need see, to, you never I need think it's that great though. It's like listening to your voice for the first time. You're like, oh, that's a nice yeah. sound like, I'm sure it was fantastic. Can I hear the shtick? Well, no, it's not like a shtick. It's just I just wrote it. I was I just talked about like how my I just talked about how my weekend was. I was like, oh yeah, no, and, and it was it was this past Monday. So I actually got to talk about I talked about this place, and I actually talked about you, Matt, because I said, yeah, you know, there was the voter registration event, and Doggy. and I played here. Uh, so you know, I I just I tied it, and I was like, oh, and I got to see a bunch of former guests play, oh and. My God. Then yeah, I saw yeah. another. I saw Tara Dente play last Sunday. Another, yet another former guest. Wow, dude, well, so when you're just trying to good people and you are a good person, you'll run into those people a lot. 
Yeah. So well, we stuff. run into each other all the time now. I don't, I don't I love it, Tommy. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what's really beautiful about the Asbury scene is that, you know, you walk all around and you at least bumped into one person that you know in the scene. So how did you get involved in the Asbury scene? It's like high school, kind of, where, <laughs> like, you're just walking through the hallways and you're just like, oh, you like that thing, oh, too? Oh, hey, yeah, what's up? Hey. Yeah. You know, and, and you kind of, you're like, oh, no, they didn't say hi to me today. Like, am I in trouble? Yeah, no, I, oh. don't, I will say I'm not going to say any names. I've had that experience. Well, as a person that sometimes doesn't say hi, sometimes you don't know if it's, it's socially okay. acceptable or not. Or social anxiety spikes, so don't take it personally. And yeah. I mean, that's not even just for me to say to other people. I just know other people that have experienced that. If someone doesn't say hi to you, that's not necessarily a cold shoulder. And you know what? I'll just pull the Kyle thing and just walk up to him and ask. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for I'm that. That's a valuable PSA from, from our friend Spencer. Spencer is always good at speaking for the group. Or yes. I'll tell you Absolutely. that much, right? Yeah. Say, I yeah. speak for the posers. Yes. <laughs> On the lack thereof. Yeah, but it's, it's, um, oh, oh, God, sorry. No, 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 no please continue. The floor is yours. Please, yes. Oh, no, I was going to get to Ed's question, so, like how I got involved was. Yes, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I uh, I came here via the New Brunswick scene. Okay. Like I was playing, um, there was a place called the Rail House in Rahway that, mm -hmm. you know, Rahway's, uh, I'm sure everybody here knows where it is, but right. just in case, um, it's, it's, you know, I don't know what, 10 minutes, 15 minutes north of New Brunswick. Mm. So there's a really great little scene happening there. That's where uh, Jess Magdasco also, uh, I'm sorry, Jessica Lee. Yeah! Uh, of of plexiglass, uh, you know her her her, her old band Rose Boulevard. Like that was she was. I think uh, they might have been the first people I saw like ever at this place. I think I saw them, uh, her, and you know Rose Boulevard. Uh, I saw Renee from Low Light, and I saw um, Andrew. This uh, this old band called Small Planet Radio that's not around anymore. But um, and just thinking like, okay, so there's all these people kind mm. of around my age. And everybody's showing up at the beginning, staying for everybody, and then leaving That's when it's beautiful. over. And so where I had kind of come from or where I had spent like the past, you know, half a decade was doing like Jersey shows, Battle of the Bands, mm -hmm. and trying to do stuff in like New York and Philly. I'm trying to make it. Where the whole like <laughs> where but the whole impetus when you when you play a show at certain places in New York, it's like you have a uh, a minimum draw that you have to meet <clears throat> and what they do is like they'll you'll have your people kind of just waiting to be seated and then when you play they seat your people and then when you're done they close out all the checks and it's like well what if i wanted to be here for like the other bands wow. it's a really weird that's yeah that's very you know um, it's so it's kind of like a show up play and leave it's very yeah. exclusive right. almost <clears throat> yeah and i mean we've played good shows in new york and we played good shows in philly and stuff but it just was different like the whole idea was kind of foreign that you would show up play and then go and or you would show up you would stay and then you would go when it was done and you'd actually like talk to bands and become friends and stuff like that and then yeah and then after that like that place closed and so everybody kind of migrated to the court tavern uh for like another year before that place closed um you know but obviously kind of having a little bigger stage and better sound like then you know just met even more people um but as that place was kind of winding down um that's kind of when I sort of started coming around here. Actually, like I know uh, Renee from Low Light actually hey, had said, yeah, 
Right. She was like, oh, yeah, no, come, like, hang out in Asbury sometime. Like, mm-hmm. they, they got some good stuff coming. Because my only experience with Asbury prior to this was the paper jets did like a pay to play at the stone pony one of those one of those one of those afternoon shows <laughs> yeah. um, and then before th- and that was like 2012 and then before then was i think like 2005 2006 where i got um, accosted outside <gasps> the saint no uh, by somebody who i i thoroughly suspect to have been high on drugs they could have but been. not no. like but not like those but not the good dr- not, not those cool not drugs. those good drugs yeah. like the not, not so good drugs, drugs. <laughs> yeah <laughs> not school drugs no but yeah not not those uh, not those good drugs like yes. and so this guy like so he was like shouting he he was coming out of the razzle dazzle laundromat oh, sounds about right yeah <laughs> i go in sometimes yeah, that, right? a lot of and, but he wasn't like asking he wasn't like asking for money or anything like that he just he kept asking me to shake his hand oh. and i'm like i don't want to shake and this I is you know it. long before covid Why? but i still didn't want to shake the guy's hand he wasn't shaking hands before covid way That's ahead right. of my time 15 years ahead of my time but One so pay off. and the guy just kept like bang you know so i kind of like slipped into my car and he's like banging on the window Ooh. and stuff he's like shake my hand shake motherfucker and he just keeps he's like banging on the window and bang. why won't you shake my hand and i'm like <laughs> and i got my hands on the steering wheel i'm like it's all right man i just i don't want to shake hands i just i'm it's fine bro. and i didn't know what to say you know uh, and then he just and then he just and then he just no but i had a show to go play so then he just maybe take a lap just drive around the block i i was like i was like frozen though and so but but, moments you don't know yeah for sure but then but then he just walked away Dude, if it makes you feel better, I was mistaken for being a member of the Crips at a reggae show. Oh that's my right. God! Wow! I can attest I was with them when this yeah. happened. Yeah. But that's so. called persistence, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, but he wasn't very persistent, I guess. Like no, he just no, eventually we were left. And getting away from him, what you should have been. But right? then I just I left the car. I was like, all right, well, you know, grab my guitar and then go play at the Saint. But yeah. that was it. Those were my experiences in Asbury. Oh, so that's yeah. Prior to, because I kind of was like, all right, well, I'm not coming back and here for that, a while. You're like, this is the place. This, this is where is I'm going to get famous. This is where I'm doing it. Well, I think, you know, getting famous is like a weird thing. I, uh, I think right. more like, um, I, I had come, you know, and I said, it, it's like Caroline's watching a repeat of this because I, I mentioned this last week, but I said, uh, I came down to this area to kind of find my people. You know, you just find people who are kind of um, maybe not on the same mission as you, but Mm -hmm. on, uh, you know, just kind of want to do similar things. They want to see you complete the mission. There you are. Yeah, that's it. That's it. People who want to see you, who you want to see complete their mission, they want to see you complete yours. That's great. Thank you, Spencer. Hell yeah. Yeah. Cool. Did you going back to persistence I think the thing I admire the most is the fact that you've been involved for so long because like when you go in and out of different projects and whatnot the energy you have with people is what keeps you going and then those dissipate and suddenly you have to find energy somewhere else so like how did you stay so consistent and just stick with music regardless of how many projects you've been in people you've met and just the rotation of people in your life um that's that's a really good question and because that's <laughs> what, well no because because that follows you across different projects like at the end of the paper jets like and i i i'm not i don't really i mean the whole thing is anecdotal i guess but at the end of the paper jets we <clears throat> i think everybody else 
was getting a little tired and I was like, come on, like, why can't we, you know, and trying to kind of find, and, and where I think we went wrong was we took like a year off from playing shows right? and we really, we didn't, you know, we thought like, oh, we're going to take a year off. We're going to make a record and then we're going to come back like barnstorming, right? Okay. Like gangbusters. And right. that didn't happen for a number of reasons. Uh, you know, there's like family stuff, relationships, sure. like things like a lot of life stuff that kind of uh, got in the way, so to speak. So that when we started playing, like we started playing shows again, we hadn't finished the record. Right. So there was a weird... Uh, you know, sometimes your audience can kind of validate your experience for you, but that year off where we just had to kind of like plug away mm -hmm. with no real feedback was was hard. Um, so that was kind of a, a gained perspective, I guess, on, on my part. Okay. Because um, I've never really operated in a band outside of being the songwriter. Right. So kind of getting other people's perspective was was valuable. Um, sure. cause now it's kind of taught me how to maybe keep like everybody else in the band engaged. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's easy, you know, cause if I didn't, if I wasn't playing or doing this stuff, sorry, if I wasn't playing or yeah. doing this stuff, uh, like I probably wouldn't be writing either. Cause that was my mission, like to learn guitar right on, to man. write songs. Yeah. So, you know, and I mean, like you know, I could be a little, I guess I could kind of be like a little demure about it, but honestly, like if I could just say it, like I fucking believe in this shit. Like Hell I yeah, know the dude. stuff is the attitude yeah. we need. like, I do, right I do know, like, you know, you can be humble and stuff, but I do know that like, I do believe just in my own heart and mind that There's like a certain ego drive the work I'm doing is, sure. is of some kind of quality. And that's why you need right. it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Amazing Thank answer. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your experience. Uh, do you mind rolling into another song? <clears throat> sure. Us, Roll right Thank into you that, much. baby. Roll into that. All right. <clears throat> this song's called Running After Me, and this is a song that's uh, from my current band, The Extension. Woo!
Now the course is yeah. yeah. Dude, that was the harmonies, man. Well, yeah, Matt, thank you for that. That's great. I did this. I did this one here last week, and everybody was singing the "Oh No" parts. Yeah. 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 It's so like, oh, good. Oh, lyrics I can keep up with. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it's so good. It's so catchy, and it really does hit the soul. And that's why I, every time you say it, I can't help. I'm sorry. I know this is about you, but I can't. No, help no, no. That's Jordan. That's... And then, um, you know, and you always have had that, you know, kind of a inclusive attitude, and I appreciate that. You know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of how we got to this place, kind of how we got to uh, Ghost Harbor Creative, um, is that you um, you put me on, right? You came out to Change Fest. Yeah. And you were like, hey, Matt. Uh, even a little bit before that, you're like, hey, Matt, you should really check out this place. It's a really cool place, you know, and you would like it a lot. Um, yeah. And we appreciate being here. We appreciate uh, Caroline in particular having us here. Um Hi. Uh, maybe you want to bring her up. I think oh yeah, Car- is Caroline coming up? I'm not sure the format of, um, of what we're doing. Caroline either, so is Caroline win. coming up? Give her, like a, give her like a wrestling ring introduction. <laughs> <laughs> if you could, if you could, if you could, that would be awesome. Yeah. Where where do you go? To, where do you go to school again? Um, at University of Colorado. Um, From the University of Colorado. It's Caroline Thank you so much for allowing us to be here tonight and for you to open our space. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Um, I mean, if you want to get out of here, get out of here. Um, you know, yeah, you know, and if we if we can finagle it, we'll bring you back up. Yeah. You do yeah, make a nice background. He could just, he could just play while, like as a backdrop while I'm talking. That would be... <laughs> like an old bluesy thing? Yeah, like, like a little, like, like I'm spoken word and he's doing kind of a thing in the background. Exactly. Right on. It's kind of what the what this is about, so... Thank you guys for having me and Absolutely. being in this thank space. I'm going to say thank you for having me. <laughs> no, this Karen. is it's <laughs> very We're mutual. We're having you on the podcast. It's very cool. And like we said, we think it's uh, mutually beneficial. But also, we are very, very gracious that you would allow us to use your space. Uh, you. It is awesome. And from the bottom much. of our hearts, we, you know, we like thank you. You guys are so yeah, wonderful. Absolutely, yeah. We have some what? Gifts Why are you guys so so lovely? So this is a Roman special right here. Shout out Jeroni. Jeroni, do you want to describe wow. it? Wow. Should I should I go get? Yeah, I'm oh, a guard. So um, Can you change your artist so name to Jeroni Special? Jeroni special right here. Jeroni, obviously, is the proprietor of Only Posers Don't Listen. That's awesome. Very big staple national park, and so that's from him. Thank you guys. We also so awesome. Hold on, we'll, we'll do that last. Because that's from all of us. This is so cool. Oh we my God, this have, is go up uh, in space. Painting from local painter Kimberly Obi. Oh Right there. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. I should figure you would like wow, that. Wow, that's awesome. Lovely. I love so it. I love sexy tongues and. and <laughs> this is awesome, guys. Oh my thank God. Cool stuff. Thank and then, you. Um, you know, from all of us, it's uh, signing only Advice shirt. Hey. Advice shirt. Exclusive. Oh my God. Perfect. 80s style. It's perfect. I'm obsessed. Thank you, guys. Yay! Nice that is, so that, you that can is get it and not have to um, 
My signature is the one that looks like Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Amy Dills. (laughs) Amy Dills. I love it. You guys are too generous. This is what, this is like such a warm welcome. I I can't believe it. Oh, thank you. What oh, a so warm if you just mind uh, giving us a backstory yeah. about Ghost Harbor and uh, why you're here and what's your mission? Yeah, exactly. yeah. So I created Ghost Harbor during the pandemic. I was living in Brooklyn for the past seven years and I moved here recently. I was a musician myself and a writer, but I was working a corporate job um, when I moved here and I was working it remotely. And I just, I was listening to so many of my musician friends and people in the entertainment industry who were struggling. And I don't, I'd been thinking about doing something like this and creating a space, a physical space for artists to benefit directly for a while, but it didn't, it didn't come to this iteration basically until the pandemic hit. And I know that we were talking about the mm-hmm. pandemic, right. the yeah, aha moment, but a monumental point in text. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I and didn't have to wash my hands for 30 seconds. It was 15 before. I used to be able to talk <laughs> with my friends. I know. We all coughed on each other all the time. That's right. Like, we can't do that anymore. Time, okay? <laughs> now we can't. All we right? can't do it anymore. <laughs> but, yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'd been kind of searching. I grew up in the Midwest. I moved to Colorado. I moved to the South. I, I'd always been kind of searching for a, a creative community that I that I felt was, like, palpable and beautiful and and inclusive and I just um I I didn't find it in Brooklyn I didn't find it in the city like I was you know I I was kind of it was fractured it was much more fractured there and I was still trying to play shows and record my own music and write and I I always had just really kind of inner interlocking creative interests Mm. and I could never really make them congeal in a way yeah, that I wanted. Yeah, get them all together. Yeah. And, you, know, you know, have them just play off for each other. Exactly. I feel like that's the mission for, like, the uh, multimedia artist. Is yeah, like, yeah. Like, and a place where they could, like, you know, you're not having to go for one and stop for the other, but they're constantly flowing. Exactly. And it's very nice to hear you say about the city of Asbury Park. Yeah. That's awesome. And, uh, it, like, those are the type of people, you are the type of person that you. we not only want here, but you know, have no problem accepting with open arms, I and appreciate that. we appreciate that you've done the same for us. Thank you. So that means that means the world because I've never felt so like immediately welcomed by by a community. And like I, I met Brian, and he connected me with you guys, and it's just like it's such a a, a warm vibe, and Absolutely. and there's so much you know there's so much talent and energy here, and I really wanted to try to do what I could at, with what I had, which is not much, you know, <laughs> but I. Uh, that's why I started as, as a nonprofit, and I, because I, I, you know, because I'm an artist myself, I know what the struggles are, and I know that we, I want to benefit artists directly. So, we're donation based right now, and um, so all anyone who plays here or exhibits here makes makes all the profits. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So, so speaking of like the exhibits, I noticed that everything here is painted directly on the wall, Ooh. which I appreciate because I can't knock anything over, and it's really <laughs> harder to go through drywall than it is to yeah. knock painting over. 
what was the what was the logic or mindset behind painting directly on the wall? Yeah, so I met early on another great local artist who actually did the mural on the side of our building, AK Allison Kolarik. AK, yeah, AK, we love them. Yeah, they are awesome. They are great activists in the scene. Yeah, we should probably have AK on. Yeah, shout out AK. So shout out AK. Um, yeah, yeah, they're probably watching now, but so. Uh, they were involved very, very early on and kind of had this co-curation of this idea with, with, with AK, um, the idea of having five local artists, because you know, they looked at the space, and like there's these white walls, you have this space, let's do something different for, for the local artists. And um, what we're doing is we had photos taken of, of the murals and mm. we're selling those prints, like 11 by 14 oh, prints. Yeah. So the artists make uh, money that way. The and rainbow. yeah, but it's kind of like, and, and, and the idea was to paint over all of this in a month, uh, but I just, I just love it so much that I don't, I think it's gonna become, uh, you know, part of the space, but we'll see, maybe, we'll see how it goes. Maybe two months, yeah. You never know what you're going to get, but when you like something, yeah, exactly, exactly, and then you can build on it with different things that you like as well. Um, but that's kind of what this place reminds me of. It's kind of a flowy, like art space where whatever needs to happen will happen. That's how I feel as well. It's an evolving space. I'm listening to the needs of the artists, the local community, and if they have ideas of, of events and, and exhibits, and I'm just, that. I'm open for, yeah, for, for writers, for painters, for, for musicians, Woo. for all, for comedians, you Woo. know, it's just, we, we want to give, give the space to yes. all of you. Ghost Harbor Creative. Yes. Remember, go follow it Get, to the, uh, Get Brian, to the ghost. Brian made that hashtag, <laughs> and it's like the perfect Ooh, hashtag. Yes. So, hashtag Get to the ghost. Get yes. Don't ghost the ghost. Yeah, don't ghost it. Don't ghost it. Don't ghost us, all right? Exactly. I know, I know. We've all done it. I believe we have some advice questions. Brian, can you join us? Back on stage if we could, if we have enough room. Yes, could absolutely. we like? Let's thank you. Yeah, right. yeah, because we want to have both of you guys. Yeah, for sure. I'll just stand there. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna hit him with this, this first. So if y'all were in a zombie apocalypse, right, and you had to pick a weapon of your choosing, weapon of your choosing, a weapon of your choosing, a person to bring with you. It could be fictional or animated or real, and a song playing in the background while. All of this is going Ooh. down. So a person of your choosing. Uh, what was a the person of your choosing, a weapon of your choosing, weapon and your a choice. song that plays in the background on repeat. So it's kind of like a clue for zombie that. Basically. Zombie apocalypse. Yes, yeah. Yeah. if you were in a zombie apocalypse. A person of your choosing, a weapon of your choosing, <laughs> and a song of your choosing. Yeah, yes. Okay. The whole trifecta. The trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be a famous person? Or oh, it can be anybody. Anybody you want. Anybody you want. Cartoon character, even. Why not? Yep. Okay, so the person <laughs> would be Tim Curry. Oh, wow. The Ooh. weapon would probably be like, um, I think the weapon would be a, um, like a potato gun. Because oh, wow. I was raised, we didn't have guns in my house when yeah. I was a kid, and so that's all I really... Potatoes, and the yes. song <laughs> would be By Your Side by Sade. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that's a classic. You could, remember, you could yes. just see us 
me and, and Tim Curry. Yes. <laughs> and, and whichever iteration you know, you know, uh, Pennywise or maybe Wadsworth from yes. Clue. Mm. Uh, I was thinking of Rocky Horror. Or, yeah. yeah, or Rocky Horror, Ooh. yeah. Like it's that's... your movie, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? But just fucking up some zombies while the most sensual song in yeah. the world. I, you're I mean, in love with fucking up some zombies. I get it, bro. Me too. So I'm going to go with... Purple Rain Prince, uh, and oh. and just like a very delicate sword as the weapon. A rapier. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, just like we one of those very. <laughs> <laughs> and then the song Leviathan by Mastodon playing in the background. <laughs> yes, yes, I'm so for that. 110. Exactly. We'll be on the motorcycle, but then it'll be yeah, this weird dichotomy with Mastodon. Yours are amazing. Wow. Uh, that, <laughs> amazing answers, yeah. and I have to right. say, <laughs> I chose the Benny Hill theme. Thinking <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. So here's another action-packed advice question. Action-packed. Action-packed. Absolutely. Yeah. So name three cartoon or animated action. characters each that you relate to personally. And then, out of those three, which one do you relate to the most? Let's hear it, baby. If the train leaves a station from L.A. going <laughs> 15 apples. I got 15 it. Apples. <laughs> He's got 15 apples. How many more apples? If Tim What's had it? 50 chocolate bars and he ate 30, what does he have? Why is Tim <laughs> allergic to chocolate? I don't know. All right, let's see. So, okay, three animated characters that you feel like you relate to. I right. Know. Okay. All right. So... I guess, uh, do you know yet? Um, you got, yeah, what's no. up with you, like, Ryan? How are your thoughts going? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could, I could probably get there if you need okay. Well, I'm, I don't know why, like, Pumbaa from from Lion King came up. Carefree! <laughs> I don't know why. Um, just because he kind of is, you know, that's, I think that's how I feel inside. Um, then there's... Arnold from Hey Arnold. Yeah. Also had one of the best soundtracks of any. Oh really, dude. That's smooth jazz, baby. Give yeah. it to me. <laughs> and then like the genie from from Aladdin. Aladdin wins. That's some solid energy. Yeah. Nice. But, Very but good. why? But like it's just, those just kind of. I just felt that energy, but I don't know. What, like they're just. I'm, I'm. There's a lot of. Things in, in me. I would say, I would say Arnold. We Arnold's are so like a, many things. Arnold's like yeah, a people Spencer. person. Like, yeah. you know, everyone like can kind of go to Arnold mm -hmm. with, with their problems, and he doesn't like freak out ever too much. Um, the, genie and, just, the genie just brings amazing energy everywhere he goes. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm to this place. Well, Absolutely. Yeah. So I get those I answers for that. sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you well, thank you for explaining it for me because I didn't understand it. It's not. All right. Thank you. And you, Brian. Okay. Uh, yeah, how about, how about you? Oh, yeah. We don't know this guy. Yeah, it's a long Ooh, ride, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I figure your pain is not going to crouch it down to the struggle. <laughs> oh, you don't do that. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll crouch. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, one day. <laughs> who knows, all right? So, um, you need more of a broomstick. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, as a... I guess what I'll do is, so when I was a kid, I used to watch, um, I guess, kind of like the Looney Tunes. Um, sure. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds really silly, but I, I feel like I kind of inherited a, a sense of sarcasm from, like, Bugs Bunny. 
Hell yeah. Um, I love that. So you large. know, just all that. Like, of course kind it of... sounds silly. They're cartoons. They're supposed to be silly. <laughs> and then as a, you know, as I was growing up, like 11, 12 years old maybe, I really liked uh, Doug. Because, <laughs> because Doug also had a very big nose, as Whoa. I do. <laughs> and, I, I, I you face, know, fits your face well, my friend. Okay. Right. So I've grown into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Know. Talk about yeah. it. But so, yeah, like seeing like kind of this awkward kid, not very well dressed, um, you know, with a big nose and like kind of had a hard time talking to people and stuff like that was mm -hmm. that. So that so Doug was that. And then probably more recently, like, I hate to bring it down, but probably like BoJack. BoJack. Um, how do you see yourself as BoJack? Because I, what's that? How do you see yourself as BoJack? Because I think BoJack spent a lot of time. I it I feel like the arc of BoJack mm. was, you know, realizing that he, uh, you know, that unlike a lot of normal TV shows where you know people make choices and then they all get resolved. It's like. Yeah. Bojack, you know, in in as as his life, your choices just kind of pile up on yeah. top of one another, and it's just you you kind of live learning how to you, like the resolution isn't tying up all your loose ends. The resolution is, you know, learning to you know live with the choices uh -huh. you made and, deal and, with it and, and be a good person. Yeah, and and you know try to understand why. You made those choices, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the good ones and the bad ones. And, um, you know, hopefully kind of come out the other end, you know, being a better person for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, like that's your that's your resolution, not like your, uh, you know, your sort of happy some end you of can't the show fix, sort of. Yeah. But so, you can just fix yourself. And Bojack kind of hit did. me, you know, at a real particular time. So yeah, it just dude, it heavy. just like yeah it just kind of hit me at like exactly the right time. It's so, so good. I appreciate yeah. how like heavy you got with cartoon question. Like yeah. I chose oh. Fred Fred Burger from Bill and Billy and Mandy, the Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yes. And if I could Fred and, Fred Burger, Fred Fred Burger. And if I, if I got and if I could like, have like an honorable mention amazing. too. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, Shira also. I used to watch Shira when I was a kid. I'm not familiar, yeah. yeah. Like He-Man and Shira. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. I watched Shira like all the time. Like that was one of my favorite cartoons. Like so it was like a steady diet of like Looney Tunes and Shira. Like that that was part, part of this balanced sorts. breakfast. Yeah. That's right. Dude, Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons are oh, my breakfast. I still forever. watch dude, I still find I still find like rip uh, episodes of the weekenders on YouTube. And like, <laughs> and, like, recess, yeah. I find I find the Bojack answer um, interesting because we always want to look at Bojack and like especially at the end of that series I won't say exactly what um, but there's just this like it's like Bojack is anything that you have to say that is good about Bojack they're slowly like ripping it away and tearing yeah. it away from you. They're showing you that there are consequences to your to your choice. Yeah, and even in, in the end, like. You find yourself wanting this person to do this grandioso change and also get these issues resolved. And like you said, they like sometimes you just can't resolve the issue. Um, and you have to be, especially someone with Bojack's influence, you have to be a tangible human being and like actually like, you know, um, think through these things and like still be alive and still do the things that you have to do for that not even to influence the public. Uh, and so 
Like, it's almost getting over yourself in a way. Yes, some people are, have done horrible things, and those people should be held accountable. Um, but if you're not learning from those horrible things, then you're going to repeat a vicious cycle. And so I appreciate what you said about that. And to follow that up with the fun Doug fact. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> his neighbor, Mr. Dink, is named that because it's double income, no kids. That's Oof. why he had wow. all the money to afford new things and stuff. Very wow. expensive. Yeah. That's heavy too, right? <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. You yeah. Real? yeah. That's wow. Right? Mr. Dink. Right? That's Mr. A Dink. Mr. Dink got the money. It's a great, it's a great like bar icebreaker. Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I gotta use show. Did you remember that show from your childhood? Oh yeah. Ahead of its time. Ahead of its time. That's exactly right. Lot of things. Absolutely. Like a, you know, you learn a lot about social anxiety. Sure. Oh yeah. It's like yeah, you learn about social anxiety with Doug. For so sure. You ain't wrong. Bro. And then I learned yeah, it later yeah. by just existing. Doug <laughs> <laughs> set you up for that. All right. <laughs> right. They, 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 they put the ball on the tee and oh boy, I hit it that far. <laughs> Alrighty, so I have one more advice question and then we're going to get to shout outs. And then Brian, if you'd like to play one more song for us, that'd be great. Yeah, and then uh, we're going to close her out. And so my last advice question is if you could give any advice to anybody listening out there about. Anything in general, what would it be? <laughs> Amy, in the world. Just bro. while you guys are thinking, Ed, I just love how casually corny you are. Because you're like, he got tired. You got tired. <laughs> you, just, you just roll. But, but then I expect people to say it with me, and then they end up saying pizza. Yeah, I was going to say I, I was gonna say calzones this time, but he didn't give me the chance. So now I'm very hungry, I got to tell you. I didn't realize we had such traditions of naming off foods when he says advice. But I, I will remember next food. time. Please do. Come up with your own food, and it will really Stand make Ed very happy. <laughs> I just, advice? Oh, yeah, sorry. I stole that from Hopeless <laughs> good job. Good, good thievery, my friend. I stole from Hobo. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> Actually, for the first time Sounds ever. Sounds like a like, thing that would happen. Woo! Seems like that's why I had nothing to say to that. Let's <laughs> call the old setup, my friend. Brian's so, gonna stand up again. I know. I know. Given his advice of the evening. So I, I oh, feel Jesus. like, though, advice. Um, of the Ed kind or otherwise, Ooh. Just, Ooh. you know, it's okay. it's kind of circumstantial because usually, like advice, at least when I feel the need to dole out advice, it usually comes from listening to somebody and having somebody say, "Well, what do you think?" Mm. So I I don't know. I don't just have like a good, you know. Don't smoke. Like I don't I know. Like, oh, hey, that's good great. Smoke. I'm, I, I got a vape right now. I'm about to pull out because I quit smoking, and that just reaffirmed that. But so thank you very much, Brian. You know, I, I don't know. So like the, I, I don't have just like general, you know, general advice. I mean, I don't know. I you know, if I could think of one thing that maybe pertains to the reason I'm here in the first place, like, um, you know, don't because I I guess I do have like. So when you create, um, I think people tend to kind of um, give themselves like a window to create in within. Like if I don't do X by the time I'm, you know, 20, 25, mm -hmm. 30, yeah. and, you know, yeah. and then the window oh, is closed and I never have a chance 
to do this. I mean, ever. you can just call me out if you want. Fire, but, fire. You know, but if you're really like that exceptional, like it, your your good work will be rewarded at some point. Absolutely. You know, in in some way, like maybe you're not going to be super famous, um, but I think if you if you believe in your own path, then it'll be rewarded. Like I'm 37 years old. Uh, I, that's Look, not yeah, old yeah. by any means, but it's also like to say, oh yeah, well, this is a guy who's still playing locally. Like, the fuck, like get a job, you know? This but like, and I mean, I have, I have job. a job. Yeah, but, like damn good it, it. but the idea of saying like, well, if when I turn thirty, like I've written my best stuff or I've saved yeah. like my best work for now, you know, if I just stopped when I was thirty, I'd have like maybe one thing that I was proud of. Wow. Um, like, I only released one record prior to being 30. So it was kind of like, if I had given that as my window, then, you know, I would not have gotten, like, all this great sort of creative fulfillment. Oh, um, sure. So, yeah, I mean, I guess maybe the general advice would be, like, don't give yourself a window. Like, if it's still in you, and you'll know when it's gone. Yeah, you will. Like, yeah. anything else, like, you'll know when it's gone. When you're, when you've kind of given up on something. Uh, and the fire's out. Yeah, like, nah. you just, you know, you just naturally walk away. Um, but don't walk away if just for some bullshit deadline that yeah, you set. Yeah, some unrealistic expectation that yeah. we, for some reason, ascribe to. Because um, we see it all the time with, like, the capitalization of music and the capitalization of all these arts, you know, and uh, the whole like youth push movement. Um, when in reality, dude, if you got good ideas and you can open that muse, then that like you like you said, you put in the work to do that, and it takes work to get to that level. Yeah. Um, and it, there's I no mean, time like, limit. Like Leonard Cohen didn't put his first album out till he was like 33. I think um, was Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. She was like 60. Really? When her, yeah, she wasn't, yeah, she's not, I mean, she's, unfortunately, she's no longer with us now. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, she started, like, she started when she, or, or she got famous when she was, like, 60. So, yeah, I mean, there are those examples where, yeah, if your work is really that exceptional, it kind of transcends just, you know, age. Mm -hmm. People will find it, and you'll be rewarded yeah. for that good work. Exactly. I feel bad. That's a great answer. So. Excellent answer. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much, you, Caroline. That is an awesome answer. Oops, that's okay. Yeah, that is an awesome answer. The arbitrary, the idea of these arbitrary deadlines when you have to do something in society is, yeah, I think it is. It is bullshit. Yep. I, I, I wasn't ready to do any of this until now. Yes. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> all down. of the experiences of my twenties and all of the shit that I messed up in, in you know, my past and my careers and it all kind of led to this. And I think, and, and I guess my advice would be to, if you feel it and if, if there's something in the universe that keeps giving you clues that you're, and you keep thinking that it's, well, maybe it's, it's just, you just dismiss it. It's like, ah, oh, that's just, that's not how it's supposed to be. And I'll, I'll, you know, this, this won't work out for X, X, Y, or mm. Z. Um, don't listen to that voice <laughs> and just li listen to the clues. Li like just, just go with it. And, yeah. and, and the, the idea that all of this is, you know, won't work for, for this reason, just, um, just do it anyway. And like, I feel so 
happy that I took this chance. It's a huge risk. And now look at you, you guys are all here and it's amazing. Thank, Thank you very much. Happy you took the chance too. Very cool. Thank you so much. Amazing answer. And again, thank you so much for you know, being able to have us in your space. And Brian, thank you so much for coming thank down. Uh, before we close out with a song from you, Brian, uh, do you want to give any shout outs or plug anything for the future or just plug anything in general? Well, uh, do you want to plug first? No, no, no. Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, right now we're actually, I'm having a guest curated uh, open call for, for artworks um, going on right now that will be the next show. It's called Looking Ahead, and you can go to our website for submission details, but it's all free to submit. It's, it's, you can, it's, it's, it's painting, it's, it's writing, it's music. You can submit an entry, mm. and the opening reception will be early December. It's guest judged by Jordan Robinson, who's based in Red Bank, and she's a, she's a visual artist. Um, that's free, and everyone will make ev all the proceeds from that, um, all the artists. Awesome. Yeah, and um, yeah, we've got The Well Wish coming up um, on next Ooh. Saturday. Yes, so we're going to try yeah. to do live streams every other Saturday. So Brian kicked awesome. it off last week, which was yeah. awesome. That was so, so fun. fun. With Pamela Flores, who, who is amazing she as just well. She uh, signed that deal to Kaya's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. They did a little internet deal. Oh, like, okay, that's how cool. deals are done nowadays is Instagram, guys. Yeah. Take note of that. Wait, Kai, is that vegan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm an agent. How about, how about, how about, we'll talk after yeah, this. You'll be able to talk to my people. That's right. We'll talk over some Jersey Devils. That's a Kaya sandwich, by the way, <laughs> yeah, for anyone okay, that didn't yeah. know Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Shouts out to Kaya. Go yeah. support them. I always do. Um, also, I actually want to ask our, if you had anything else to mention. No, I'm no, sorry. no. Um, who are you, some of your favorite local businesses in the area? Favorite local businesses in the area? The well, the Asbury Book Co-op is amazing. Uh, cool. Have Have you ha had any interaction with them? But it's it's a co-op run. Heard of them. Okay, so it used to be Words Bookstore, an independent-run bookstore, um, but now it's become um, a, a community co-op right on Cookman. Okay, um, so I've yeah. seen the books, just never read the store. Uh, I've got, yeah. I got a, um, um, a Black Lives Matter book from there, actually. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 social justice. They're yeah, they have some really cool events. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of, a lot of local businesses here in town. I mean, there's Danny B across the street, yeah. AP Greenery, um, Vintage Wave, Larry Cadillac. Um, um those guys are great. Pulp, yeah. Pulp, um, the, the juice place Pulp uh, over on Summerfield. Um, hey. yeah, Olivia, who nice. works there, made, uh, painted that mural. Yeah, so she's a really great Brody artist. Loves Olivia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm well, just shouting it out. Yeah, Brody yeah. Girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, you know what we didn't? Sorry, we didn't. Um, he likes all girls. <laughs> um, Brian Erickson was um, kind enough to sign this for you, actually. Oh, that's so look nice. at that. Look yeah. at that. He signed Put a little message. Oh, on that's so uh, sweet. Did you want to read that out loud? Is Should that okay? I? Is that cool? Yeah. Oh, no. Is this awkward? Nothing to hide. To Caroline, thank you for all the incredible work you do for the community. 
it can't be overstated. Hashtag get to the ghost. Thank you, Ryan. (laughs) That's awesome. That makes me feel very, very wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks for performing here. And thank you guys for being here. Thank you. And uh, Brian, would you like to give any shout outs or plug anything for everybody listening out there? Um, Thank you, Caroline. And thank you so much, Caroline, again. Lit. Taking that seat back over. Woo. No, I mean, if there's if there's more to be said, then from you, <laughs> just from you, baby. Um, do I have anything? You're good. You're good. Okay. It's okay. I'm yeah, such a mess. It's the, I no, think that's partial. If you're if you're a mess, you're a beautiful mess. Whoa, that, there he is. You're giving me that line. I think I'm it's so partially good. our fault for having a layout like yeah. that. Well, <laughs> all right. No, it's it's all right. Um, do I have any shout outs? Um. I guess, uh, I mean, not, you know, a shout out to, uh, you know, shout out to my family. Um, nice. Yeah, that's nice. That's a shout out. You know, my mom and, and my sister and brother-in-law and their two kids and my partner, Lindsay, who's back here. Hi, Lindsay. Who's out, Lindsay. And, um, yeah, I mean, to, you know, every... Everybody here from Ed Vice and, hey. and of course, Caroline, uh, you know, for being, uh, you know, it's funny, like we haven't, yeah, you know, we haven't known each other for super long, but it feels like, you know, we're, uh, we're becoming, you know, better and better friends now. So, you know, always appreciate. No, for sure. Yes, I love that too, Spence. Yeah. Yeah. Always appreciate, you know, just good people. Uh, doing doing good things. Absolutely, so. and, and you are an amazing person doing amazing things. Woo! So we appreciate you being here, Caroline. Thank you so much again for having us at Ghost Harbor Creative. Everyone's amazing. Everyone's amazing. Thank you the, to Why That Cave for the video it. production. <laughs> it's like everybody's Thanks amazing. Everybody a gets a trophy for participating in the show tonight. Absolutely. I feel so warm and fuzzy inside right now. Like I feel like if this is what ecstasy is, it's great because I just want to rub myself. I'm so happy. Everyone's so happy. We're all amazing. Yeah, well, guys. you're about to get more of a feeling yeah. like that because Brian's about to perform. You don't oh, have to do ecstasy. Oh. Just listen to only posers, okay? Just be high on life. That's not true. Ecstasy's way better. <laughs> well, <laughs> do it. Let's do, do it. Do it. Posers, ecstasy we then, Roni, okay? Follow me right now on TikTok, Grandmaster Hash. Tired of you. Yeah, for more good Christian values, follow Grandmaster Hash. All right. Yeah, we're about to get into something by Brian, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll do. Uh, an, so I guess what we're doing is, I guess, yeah, if we have three songs, um, I did the first song was a Paper Jets song. I was in the Paper Jets from 2008 until 2018. The second song was a uh, Extensions song. That's my current band now. Uh, so this third and final song will be uh, a solo song because hey. I put out a solo record about a month ago. Awesome. You can go check that out if you haven't. So, and this song is called "All That We uh, All That We Could Be." Yeah, that's what it's called. All that we could be. And it's about the ways we uh, kind of bullshit ourselves. <laughs> Feels that. You know, we just convince ourselves of certain things. Uh, sometimes we convince ourselves of certain things about certain people and other times we um you know we wish that like people were it's kind of like the idea that um you know when you when you're when you meet a person and you set an expectation for them uh like in your mind 
versus who how they actually turn out to be. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean to always mean, ro you know, everybody kind of always assumes romance, but like whenever we meet anybody, we kind of automatically, whether we like it or not, we sort of set these expectations for them. Not like in a, I think we're going to be best friends or I think they're going to do this thing for me, but you know, just the impressions we leave on each mm. other. Um, so this is, this is about that. Just my luck I hear you got a birthday coming up Answer the door Some kid says you don't live there anymore Just lie to me Pick your side Looking strong for someone with so much to hide I tried my best You see them around say hello I guess Yes, uh, look up for the uh, you know the podcasts that are coming up. Follow us on Instagram. Follow Brian on Instagram. Please. Follow Ghost at, Harbor uh, at Brian at Brian. It can't be done. Uh, and at out. Ghost Harbor Creative. Yes, absolutely. Check Love out that. Brian's new music. And yeah, come check out Little the place secret, downtown. APNJ. We are the unified scene. Close them out with that outro. I got you, buddy. Oh. Same as the intro.